Live on SEN Track, this is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Great to be with you this Saturday morning, four minutes past 11. Gareth Hall with you. This is Race Car. Thanks to Ladbrokes for making every race this Saturday even more exciting. Download the app today and Ladbroke it. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. What a day it promises to be. It will be a day full of excitement. Uh, we'll have to wait to the last Gallops meeting of, or the Gallops race of the day. Um, in the country, basically, or oh, there might be might be Toowoomba after that. But you've got the Damien Oliver Gold Rush for the final time. We get to see our our greatest jockey compete in a race. He will ride Munamak from an outside gate in that one point five million dollar feature. You got the world's richest greyhound race tonight, um, worth one point six five million dollars. The Phoenix, which is the slot race, and Ladbrokes is represented by Scalacci. Now he hasn't probably been in his best form, but he's been well supported at a big price. And if Jihad can get his star Greyhound to jump, he might cause a little bit of a surprise there tonight at the Meadows. And then the Sports Holy Grail in the sport of harness racing, the Inter-Dominion. And this man is over the three codes. He's been a superstar in this game for... Um, I don't like to give away his age. Probably just more than a tick over two decades, I'll say. Hello to you, Adam Hamilton, live from Brisbane. Uh, g'day, Gareth. It's great to be on with you, mate. Um, yeah, look, really looking forward to this one. It's such a fascinating final and part of such a, well, a smorgasbord of incredible racing across two or three hours later today, isn't it? Yep. So we'll start off with the, we'll start with Damien Oliver. Um, now, you've covered this game for a long time, as I said. Damien Oliver, what makes him so great in your eyes? Uh, look, I think there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of answers to that, but you know, just on Damien, um, you know, there's a lot of people way closer to him than I am. But his riding career sort of, sort of mirror images my career in the media. So yeah. you know, I sort of got into the media at the time that he started to emerge, and you can be nothing but in awe of what he's achieved. Um, you know, many people better qualified than me have spoken about what makes him so great. But I think the absolute standout thing that you keep hearing from everyone is his mental strength and his just his sheer competitiveness. And that competitiveness is burning as brightly and strongly into this last meeting as it has at any stage of his career, Gareth. It's a, it takes a, it takes a remarkable focus to be able to do that. And, Gee, I can. Gee, I just hope he boots home a couple today. Yeah. And I'd love him to team up, team up with Grant and Alana Williams, and, and win with one of theirs. And not that the others wouldn't great, but be great. But just having a chat with with Grant Williams yesterday, which was tremendous fun. Um, you know, he, he, I couldn't get him to stop talking about what it would mean to him if he could help Ollie get a winner. Yeah, I think everyone wants to play a part in the history of this day. Because it will be a day that people won't forget. And D. Oliver, usually he rises to the occasion. And Grand Alana have given him some wonderful rides. It helps that W. Pike's uh, suspended. So he's picked up a few of Pikey's rides there 
like a Captain Pluto who who looks tough to beat in that, that fifth race. And I think he's a terrific chance in that feature mare's race, the starstruck, because he rides that mare that you had to really see to believe her effort the other day, Yonga Lass. Um, she takes on the Super Smink, but I think Super Smink might be vulnerable over 1,600 metres. So he gets his chance there with Yonga Lass. And then Munimek, wouldn't that be great? Nick Ryan, a rising star in the caper, who trains his scalloper. But, and Dee McCauley, and I mentioned this at the top there, Adam, this morning, that um, there's there's no better person, I think, to paint the picture for everybody watching today than my old Cobb Darren McCauley. And you could just see him. Um, seeing Ollie out the corner of his eye and Munimek starting to to wind up, that would be something else. Yeah, I, look, I love I love Cobb, um, Darren McCauley. Um, you know, for when you consider that he's been, you know, largely in his own zone over there in WA for much of his career, I think his body of work and his sheer talent and his storytelling ability puts him up with the very greatest race callers we've had and. And this will be a really special moment for uh, for for Darren, won't it? Um, later on today, just just to be the voice that is remembered yeah. as this great moment in racing history. Yeah, and he he loves this type of um, stage, old Dean McCauley. So looking forward to seeing what happens, and um, it would be pretty difficult, I, I reckon, for um, Darren McCauley. He's and I should have got the cob on today, but he, I think he's a little bit busy. But he's got that so many horses to look at, like it's a big field as well, and then. Uh, he would have something in the back of his mind as well, what he would want to say for all his last race. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the gold rush. And just with D Oliver again, you've spent a lot of time with him. Obviously, he's doing some work for Ladbrokes after the after he finishes off his riding career, and you've done a lot of work with him in the build up to this particular day. Have you learned anything getting to know Ollie in a different way by um, having that relationship with him since he's joined Entain? No, I just, you know, and you'll see this. Um, what what we have done, um, you know, formally our relationship starts with him um, in early January and he'll be up at the Magic Millions um, filming some content and we'll be getting he and Bossy together, which I, I just can't wait to get those guys together. And then in time, Bossy, Jimmy Cassidy, um, Ollie, Peter Moody together. Um, you know, I'm I'm really proud of the, the team that we're building. But but what have I sort of learned about Ollie? Um, you'll see this come through in a documentary um, that we've had a, a tremendous team. The team that created the Bossy's Bucket List documentaries have been following Ollie since his announcement of his retirement all of the way through. And they're there in force for this last race day. They've done a lot of filming um, with him. And I, I just think it's, it's, it's the layers to the man um, and, and many of those layers, uh, Ollie by choice has has chosen to you know to be to be quite a private person, um, and and I think just the ability for us to see more of Ollie the person, which I've certainly seen a little bit of through this process, and many others will get to see it when this documentary comes out. Um, in the new year, Gareth. That but, could be box office, um, but, Adam. That could be box office. That documentary. Well, yeah, because, um, you know, uh, you, I, I guarantee you'll see so many things of Ollie that, um, you know, that we've never seen before. And he's had to step out of his comfort zone to do it. We've had tremendous support from Trish and the kids. They've done some unbelievably, 
you know, sort of intimate filming this week over in Perth in a in a holiday home over there. And, you know, that sort of stuff will be um, tremendous for, you know, for the public to see that side of Ollie. But I just keep coming back to that competitiveness. You know, the couple of chats I've had with him this week, he's he's hungry. He's, he's pouring the ground, wanting to get there and win races today. And that's just bloody fantastic. Yeah, and he... he... The, the the final dance for Ollie, he he's always stood up when it's counted most, really. And you go back to see through completely different circumstances. But what he did that day at Flemington with Media Puzzle, like he had a tough derby day. He, he, he wasn't having much success during that Flemington carnival. And there was even some doubts whether he should have ridden uh, Media Puzzle that day. But he said, no, um, I'm ready to go. And he gave it a peach. And you just got to... Even though he's had a, a carnival that he probably would have wanted a little bit more success there in Perth, he just got a feeling. Ollie will say, "This is the way I'm I'm, I'm going out," and um, he gets three or four winners today, and it will be vintage Ollie. I've just got a feeling that that might just be the case today. Yeah, tremendous chance that uh, that that mm. that could happen. But um, yeah, look, really looking forward to working with him. He's having some time off after this, and he's so committed to to putting back into racing and, and he, he wants to spend a lot of times, you know, as, as you know, we've got the big relationship over in New Zealand now and, you know, he'll, he'll have a role which will be sort of nurturing and, and helping develop some of the young riding talent over in New Zealand through our New Zealand tab relationship and trackside relationship over there. So that's just part of what we've got to do. And, you know, a little bit like uh, when Bossy, you know, Bossy's number one thing was to get back to country racing and share the stories of, of why. Gareth Hall, Adam Hamilton, this is Race Car this Saturday morning. Great to be with you. Ladbrokes is making every race this Saturday even more exciting. Download the app today and Ladbroke it. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Adam, let's have a look at the Ladbrokes market for the great race, the Inter-Dominion. And I'm surprised with how the market has gone the last 24 hours here. Um, you have a look at the market now and Leap to Fame is the solid favourite with Ladbrokes that you're getting, which is race five on the program there tonight. In fact, uh, as I speak, Leap to Fame 240, Swayze into 215, which is interesting for mine because um, it has divided opinion, this particular race, with the punters and also the betting outlets, but Swayze now the strong favourite with Ladbrokes at two dollars fifteen. It's been a it's been a fascinating race to watch these moves. Yeah, it has been, um, and I think Ladbrokes is standing alone now with Swayze as favourite because the turnaround towards Leap to Fame in the last uh, twelve hours, really since late yesterday, has been quite remarkable. So Swayze's massively on the drift, Gareth. Um, in, in most outlets, uh, I know we're quite heavily committed on Swayze, but uh, but I suspect you'll see a, a pretty significant drift as the money continues to come for Leap to Fame. So, um, you know, judging by the movements we've seen, um, it's looking very likely that the local hero Leap to Fame will run favourite ahead of Swayze. Um, you can get as much as $3, Swayze, if you shop around now, Gareth. But why, quite Adam? Remarkable. What's going on? Well, no, Explain I, I, that to I, me. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I mean, um, well, look, what, what I'll say is this. I mean, obviously, I'm up in the thick of it here. 
Um, I, I don't have a firm opinion what will happen at the start, but I think there is a genuine chance that Leek to Fame could get around Swayze at the start. And if that happens, then Leek to Fame has to be favourite. So, yeah, he's a dollar ten. Yeah, I don't think it's a given. I think the given that he'll get around, though, you know, but some of the, you know, there's quite a few of the form experts, and Queensland's got a lot of guys that do serious form, as you know, up here. So, and many of them are starting to think that Leek to Fame is more likely than not to get across Swayze, which would be a totally race-changing move in the first 200 metres. Do you know what? I, I was looking through the tapes, et cetera, the other night, and sometimes, like, gate one's different to the middle gate. So I think the best people to listen to here are the drivers that have driven this horse. And Jack Train is usually pretty spot on. He's driven Swayze from a middle gate before, and he says, Gareth, there's no way in the world that, that Leap to Fame crosses him. He's a different horse in the centre yep. of the track. Cameron Hart can wind him up. He's one of the best gate drivers in the country. In fact, he's one of the best gate drivers we've seen. So I can't quite understand. Like, I think Leap to Fame is probably a little bit quicker than Swayze out of the gate. But from a middle gate, I, I have to back in Jack Trainer, wouldn't you, Adam? The, like, I think he can hold. Well, you, you've got... I mean, you have to respect the bloke who's, who's driven the horse, no doubt. So... Um, and you're right, it's not apples for apples. Like, he, he he pretty much walked out from barrier one last week. But did they also basically concede that there was no point busting him because he wasn't going to hold them anyway and he was always going to be shuffled back? So, you know, um, but you're right, it's definitely easier to get out from middle draws. But it's easy, you know, it also, you know, a couple of, well, two, a horse in between, um, Leap to Fame and Swayze also helps uh, Leap to Fame a little bit. Leap to Fame got out, if you go back to that Victoria Cup, he got out of the gate as fast or probably faster than any horse, including Catch a Wave on that night. So um, he couldn't know, cross, he couldn't cross Rock and Roll Do. If he can't cross Rock and Roll Do, I don't think he can cross Swayze. That's how I analyse it. Yeah. And look, and I'm not. I'm just saying that there is a chance and 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 if you're wondering, you know, if you're looking for theories as to why there's been the big swing around for Leap to Fame, the other thing is Leap to Fame looked as good as he ever did the other yeah. night. And if you trust the horseman, and Grant Dixon's as, as straight shooter as they come, like he says he's never had the horse better. And if you go back to that Blacks of Fake, yes, he didn't beat Swayze, but he did... He did get a flat tyre at the 300, and the wheel did lock up at the 130-metre mark. So, And when I say lock up, that's like riding or trying to ride a bike with one wheel yeah. seat. So, and and he wasn't he wasn't beaten out of sight. Like, he was still sort of coming at, at, at Swayze in the final stages. So, you know, whilst mathematically it seems nigh on impossible that Leap to Fame could sit outside and beat Swayze. Um, you know, uh, what we haven't seen through the heats is any irrefutable evidence that Swayze is as good as when he won the New Zealand Cup or the Blacks are fake. We haven't seen any definitive evidence to say he's not because in both of his defeats, the races haven't been run to suit and he hasn't been in his dominant position up front. But what I'm saying is we are guessing a little bit mm. if he's as good now as he was 
particularly winning the New Zealand Cup? Because that's been a tough schedule, hasn't it, since the New Zealand Cup? Yeah, I think you go on what Cam Hart and, and Jason Grimson say that he is better. Um, and the other thing that I think that, and I think Cameron Hart plays a major part here. I think Cameron Hart's had the back of his mind that he didn't back up after the New Zealand Cup. Like he didn't go around that free-for-all, Adam. So after he won that first heat, then then Cameron Hart has said, okay, then we've got enough points in the bank. I'm going to look after this horse and, and try to win. There's no doubt about that. But I'm going to try and drive him and look after him in a way where I'm making sure that under no circumstances that I'm giving this horse a gut buster when I don't need him to. So he's ready and he's cherry ripe for an Inter-Dominion. And sometimes I think he can win the Inter-Dominion in those heats. And sometimes you can um, you can definitely lose an Inter-Dominion in those heats. And the last couple of years, the horses that have won an Inter-Dominion final weren't heat winners. So I, I, I like the way that that horse hit the line the other day, I think it was the perfect preparation for Swayze. I think that was the, yeah, like, look, that was like track work for him in a way. Yep. Don't, I don't, I don't disagree with it. Um, and you're spot on. I mean, blacks are fake. Our serve answer a lot. The, the hall of famers, as far as inter dominion history goes, were, were, were beaten in heats of the series and, and got through to win the final because, you know, at the end of the day, your job is to win the final, not mm. clean sweep the heats. But but Grant Dixon hasn't gone out of his no. way to win every heat. He's just he's just put the horse in the race and he's he's been too good. He had to dig deep to win on night two. He got the front on night three and and absolutely jogged it in. So um but it's just a it's an incredible story to have, you know, half brothers at the absolute top of the tree and they're similar in some ways. Physically, yeah. they're quite different to look at. Swayze's a, you know, a bigger, probably slightly more awkward horse, if you like, than Leap to Fame, who ever since he started racing, basically, has just been a, you know, perfectly put together and a, you know, and an ideal race horse. So Swayze's been a bit more of a, a work in progress. But where they're similar is they're bottomless and the 2680 metres is going to suit them. But hang on, we've spent seven or eight minutes just talking about them. Yes, they are clearly the two best horses in the race, and, and it's looked that way for a few months. But Nerano's been a revelation and gets a world-perfect draw. And Better Eclipse is an unrec- unrecognisably better horse from 12 months ago. He, he's been incredible through the heat, Better yeah. Eclipse. And if the two favourites go at each other, which well, it's, there's a 90% scenario that it'll be some sort of war up front, then Nerano and Better Eclipse are definitely chances, you know, one of them is a chance of, of coming along and dive bombing the two big guns late, aren't they? Well, I give Nerano no hope. I, I give you 15, 20 to 1. Really? Yeah, I give him no hope. I think he's a tin tin yeah. in America. He's been winning off slow speeds. He'll have to be chasing a hot speed up front. That'll take his sprint away. Um, he won't stay 2,600 metres. I give him no hope. I think Better Eclipse is the danger. Um, and he'll have to come three wide without cover. Um, but if they are going, say, their slowest quarter is their final quarter, that's when he can win that race. But he'll need a really hectic lead time, and I think he might get that. I think the big story here is that Grant Dixon is what he does, like his game plan here. Now, he's been beaten in these three big dances so far that he's competed in. The Blacks are fake, the Eureka, and the Victoria Cup. And he's driven those horses in. He's driven that horse in a different way in all three occasions. 
He probably needed to be closer to the wheel of Swayze and the Blacks are fake. He probably overdrove a little bit. I'm not having a crack. Like in the, the, the Eureka and Cypher knocked him off and he's probably thinking that couldn't have happened and Cypher went out of this world. And then in the Victoria Cup, um, maybe just went a little bit too hard to go over rock and roll doing. In the end, he was swoop, he, he was, he was swooped late, but he was so brave. So I'm thinking this time around, however, I reckon he needs to have a crack and look at this horse Swayze and say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to back myself to really outstay you. And then I'm going to back, I'm going to have a, I'm going to, I'm going to say, well, I, I, I think that the Inter-Dominion final lacks the depth then I've competed in the other grand finals that I've been in, um, especially the Victoria Cup and the, the Eureka. And if Bear Eclipse comes three by without cover and beats me, I'll have to cop that. But I think he's the only horse with a half of a possibility that has the ability to do that, Adam. Uh, yes. Yeah, look, I, I, uh, I, look, I agree with that. And I agree there's not a whole lot of depth to the race. Like you'd be... Very surprised if anything outside of those four won. You know, maybe if he got right back to his best, say, Spirit of St. Louis with an ideal run. I mean, he has run second in two Miracle Miles mm. and a Hunter Cup. He'll run the trip. Um, but he, he may not be quite as good as he has been. But, yeah, you're right. Like, Grant, Grant. I mean, just like he has in those other races, he, he, he hasn't been able to get a draw where he can control the race, has he? So, no. Um, and he's he's potentially in that situation again because he's drawn outside of um, drawn outside of Swayze. So, yeah, look, I, I mean, I said to him, you know, what did you learn out of the Blacks of Fake? Yeah. And you know, he, he said, look, I, I think I think I've got a you know a more mature horse than I had. He said, you know, don't forget that was his first go in the really big league, the Blacks of Fake. And um, you know, whilst he's had some hard racing since then. That hard racing is also conditioning and, and ring craft racing for a final like this. So I think Grant will take a really, really, you know, positive and confident and aggressive approach into the race. Um, I don't think he can sit a length off Swayze no. and let Cam Hart just dictate all the terms. But but at the same time, you know, there, there is a limit to how hard you can go without, without um, yeah. you know, as... as as he admits a little bit in the in the Eureka Garrick, you know, he was probably a bit too focused on beating Catch a Wave in front. Yeah, and like the great drivers and Grant Dixon's record speaks for itself, but the the juniors and the Alfords, like they got this ability to have a clock in their head to make sure that they get it to the tenth of the second right, and um, that's what Dixon will have to do tonight because he's got the horse to win it. But it's just a such a difficult drive when you're trying to. Um, rate that horse outside the leader, trying to beat the leader. They're not going too hard to make sure you don't let any other horse come over the top of you. So um, who are you tipping, Adam? Look, I'm going with Leek to fame, but, um, but I'm, I'm, not, you know, I'm not going with any bullish confidence. You simply can't because of the barrier draw. And, and you know, uh, every time I think, look, am I doing the right thing? Uh, it just keeps coming back to my mind that Jason Grimson's yeah. been able to win the finals with, the last two finals with horses that just wouldn't live with Swayze. So, you know, it probably defies common sense a bit, mm. doesn't it? Like Bontel Benjamin and I cast no shadow, you know, like opportunist type horses that sat behind the leader and um, and got the job done that way, whereas Swayze can just make all his own luck. Yeah. So, 
Um, but look, I am go- I am going with him, and I I think if there is to be, you know, a- an upset, it might be better Eclipse because he's just gone to a whole new level. And and what a what an incredible series uh, Greg Sugars and, and Jess Tubbs have had as well, not just with um, better Eclipse and his development, but but the awesomeness that, and the yeah. dominance that is Just Believe in the Trotter series. No, Just Believe, he's been some fine, Adam. I can't wait. Hopefully, they go back to Europe with him because he's a different horse. Um, since he's come back from Europe? Well, it's, well, it's the burning question. Uh, and they, they don't have to answer it after this. They've probably got to answer it in about, you know, say after the Great Southern Star around Hunter Cup time, early February, they're, they're going to have to decide whether they look at Sweden again. And Sweden want them back. Um, I was speaking to uh, Anders Melbron over there, the boss of Solvala, during the week for a story on Just Believe. They... they They've got the red carpet. They're ready to roll it out if he comes back again to a, an even bigger level than they did this year. But it's a big decision to make with a horse who will be eight years old. And also now that New Zealand's got a, a pretty rich trotter slot race on as well, um, it, it, it makes it a huge call. And it's a three-month or at least a two-month commitment from from Greg to leave the base and, and go over there again, isn't it? So... It's a huge call. My gut feel is it might be a bridge too far to go back okay. the second time, Gareth. All right, mate. What about winners outside of those Inter-Dominion finals? Uh, I think, um, look, short but sweet, I think um, can't find a better man. I, Jesus, nothing went right through, this, through the series. Bad draws, good runs. Draws really nicely in the, uh, in the consolation. And I, I think you've got to play hot and treacherous in the... Uh, yeah. Uh, in the multis here at, at you know in your, in your tricks in that race at, at really big odds as well, but yeah maybe roll it roll it through whatever else you like on the night because it's pretty short can't find a better man about a dollar seventy five but you might be able to roll it through um, one or two of Ollies at uh, at Ascot around the same time. Yeah, and you know Adam, um, I think the last two Inter Dominion finals have been walkathons, have been boring contests. I cast no shadow. Leaders back one in um, a race that I could have went quicker in, and especially that Inter Dominion at Menangle was just farcical with how slow that they went, and, and that's why Jason Grimson won with Bonzel Benjamin. But I think this year it'll be something else. They'll go lickety split basically from the start to the finish. And um, Spirit of St. Louis, I've just looked at that replay of the Victoria Cup. I'm not he he could have won if he got out. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play him better Eclipse and Swayze, and I'll I'll take on Leap to Fame. But it's going to be a great race. You enjoy Albion Park tonight, mate. And Scalacci, of course. Good luck to him as well, representing Ladbrokes in the um in the yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, no, it's it's it's. Oh, oh. I can't recall a greyhound getting more publicity. Yes, it's been unbelievable, hasn't it? A superstar. So, uh, yeah, good luck to Scalacci and the and the team there. It's just a an incredible night for racing. And I know I know you'd love to be up here, but it's uh, we can't split you in three different pieces, Gareth. So enjoy the night, um, and uh, and to all the racing fans, just soak it right up. And don't forget the pacing final, remarkably early. I like it. Six thirty yep. Brisbane time, seven thirty. Uh, Melbourne, Sydney time, Gareth. You'll be able to get to the nightclubs before you have to line in, uh, line up. Well, you don't never, you never lined up, but you'll be out there <laughs> nice and early this year anyway. Thanks, Adam. Good on you, Gareth. There's, there's, there's Adam Hamilton. Great to have a chat with him on this Saturday morning for Race Card. Let's take a break. We'll come back with plenty more on this Saturday morning.